how these rookies do. A lot of good chances to see how these veterans do. True. Starting off, we can start off with really any game we want. What okay. game do we want to start off with? I mm. think. Do we start off with last night? Last night was a a a whirlwind of just randomness. Uh, if you did not tune in, the Baltimore Ravens lost to the Las Vegas Raiders for the first time in Allegiant Stadium with fans. First time that they were able to host fans in the Death Star that is Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Raiders got the win 33-27. Uh, Lamar Jackson, kind of the focus of all this, had 19, 19 completions for 30 attempts, 235 yards, and a touchdown for him. But he was a big turnover bug. Three fumbles, two of them lost, and really that was kind of the big reason as to why Vegas was able to stay in that game. Hasn't that become kind of like a trend for him? Like Pretty he, much. He kind of tends to turn the ball over. Yeah, he's 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 got the turnover bug and um there's been a lot of questions because you know he's a guy who runs the ball very well and right you know players are going to be looking to knock that ball out really easily and you know considering that Lamar Jackson isn't a, a huge dude uh defenses have been able to take advantage of that I think but Derek Carr threw the ball 56 times Jeez. for 34 completions 435 yards two touchdowns and an interception that was Really could have been avoided. I mean, this game overall kind of like showed out, you know? It did. It was a very slow first half. Uh, it was 14 to 10 at halftime, and then we saw 27 points it scored in the fourth quarter alone. Right. And then, of course, there was the overtime when they thought Edwards was in for the touchdown, and they start celebrating. Everybody gets on the field, and they realize he's a yard short. Uh, and then they fall start, move five yards back, back and then Derek Carr throws it. Threw the receiver's hands off a defender's helmet and then intercepted. Yep. And then Lamar Jackson, you know, does what he does best and fumbling the football. And then Zay Jones gets the touchdown catch for for Vegas, finally ending this absolutely insane game. Yeah, I think it it uh, it was certainly a crazy game. It made up for the primetime game the evening before. Yes. I'd like to say. Yeah, Sunday night football. Uh, I mean, it was close in the first half. Yeah, it was close in the first half, but the L.A. Rams with new quarterback Matthew Stafford basically showed why they needed the upgrade at quarterback. That offense was absolutely outstanding against the Chicago Bears. They won 34 to 14. Stafford finished 20 for 26, 321 yards and three touchdowns. Can't get really much worse he, than that. Yeah, he was firing, which I I from what I was told by the insiders I know who are Bears fans, that was kind of going to be expected like they could just yeah they could just like pass through them because the like front seven of the bears is pretty good mm -hmm. and the, uh i know is it i don't know who starts at corner is for it, the bears oh i have no clue i meant like for the rams i think they're down to their backup running back right yes i think cam Akers got hurt and yeah out for the year so it's daryl henderson yeah and so they're not obviously going to run it that much but they have really talented receivers albeit matthew stafford as much as he balled out, decided to throw his deep home run balls to Van Jefferson instead of Robert Woods, mm -hmm. which is to the detriment of my fantasy team. He needs to Ooh. sort that out, switch. Actually, I ended up just picking up Van Jefferson because <laughs> I was just like, all right, well. Woods had more catches than Jefferson, though. Jefferson had, like, the, the big plays, though. I don't know. Woods was not coming through for me. Jefferson finished 2 for 80 in a touchdown, and Woods finished 3 for 27 in a touchdown. 
I get. I mean, I guess. But Cooper Cup, I think, was the big name. Yeah. Big home run there. Seven catches, 108 yards, a touchdown, including like a 56-yard bomb that mm-hmm. totally torched the entire Chicago Bears secondary. Yeah, I saw a picture from that, and just like when he caught the ball, the nearest Bear was 15 yards away from him. Yeah, it reminded already. me of that play when Mizzou played LSU, and it was like a play action, and it was just they blitzed. They sent like an all-out blitz, and yeah. Bezalock threw it to a receiver 30 yards away from any LSU defender. It just got the same vibes for me. No doubt. But yeah, it was it was a thirteen to seven game at half, and then LA scored twenty one in the second half. The Bears only conjured up seven points, thanks to backup quarterback Justin Fields running it in for a three yard score. Nolan, the big question Bears fans have been begging for yes is: Does Justin Fields take over at starting quarterback after this game? I mean, I I by no means consider myself more of an expert on the Bears than, you know, I know how uh, fearsome their fan base can be. Yes. But from the outside looking in for me, I feel like it's a good idea to keep him, I guess, I don't know. I, I do kind of get the perspective of not wanting to tease the fans by playing him for like one or two plays a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost... I kind of lean more towards keeping him on the sidelines this first season. I've heard their offensive line is not very good. We saw what happened to Joe Burrow when he played his rookie year with a bad offensive line. He got hurt. Yeah. I mean. But I also think the Bears have a lot better weapons this year than what Joe Burrow had his rookie year in Cincinnati. That's very fair. I, I do agree with that. I think it's just like a. My thing is with Joe Burrow, he was obviously the number one overall pick. You knew he was going to start right away. Or like Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville is going to start right away. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, albeit I think he was arguably the second most talented QB in the draft class, he was not the number one or number two overall pick. I almost think it might be smart to keep him on the bench, not risk him getting injured, keep building up the roster more. He learns the system and then gets in there right away. But, I mean, when he was playing today, he looked pretty good, which is obviously – where Bears fans get frustrated, where if it's like, if he looks good now, let's just get him in the game now and, and you know, stop messing around. So, I don't know. I lean more toward keeping him on the bench, but that's just me. It's very fair. It's very fair. How about you? Do you think, do you think um, he should start? I mean, no. No? I think he looked okay, but I also think that throwing a rookie quarterback in week one against a solid defense like the Rams on a Sunday night football game in, sort of a, in front of a packed SoFi Stadium, that stadium looking super clean. It was nice. Super clean. It looks nice. The Rams uniforms, on the other hand, look dumb. Yeah. I don't like them. But But anyway. I don't think Justin Fields would have been able to kind of play his best football in that environment and against that team. And I think Andy Dalton is kind of, I don't know, he could be that mentor. You know, I think one of the biggest examples we saw that was Jameis Winston. I mean, Jameis Winston came into the league on a Buccaneers team that was horrible and was like, hey, start winning games. And one season and a a season after sitting behind Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, I think Jameis Winston has finally learned, like, you know, kind of like what his role is. It's not to, to be the everything guy. It's to be the guy, you know, who can make those throws, to make those smart throws, to make those right plays. And I think Justin Fields, I'm not saying that Andy Dalton is Drew Brees by any means, but I think the idea of just having to sit back and watch the game from from a perspective for at least 
maybe even a couple more weeks. Yeah. At least. Just seeing how the game flows because the college game is nowhere near the athleticism and the speed of the NFL game. And although Justin Fields has come out saying, well, it was pretty easy for me to pick up, I think it's a lot easier said on a in a preseason game than it is yeah. in a you know, like I said, a packed SoFi stadium on Sunday night. So I think as of right now, I'm thinking it's okay for Andy Dalton to be the starter, but I don't see him as a let's keep him on for 17 more weeks and we'll make the playoffs sort of thing. I like your compromise idea of like if they're headed into week eight and they're two and six or week nine and they're, you know, three and six or two and seven, Mm -hmm. pretty much out of playoff contention, throw him in there. Why not? Then the pressure's off. You know, then he's just getting used to playing against NFL defenses who, you know, inevitably is going to play some teams that are competing. Those defenses are going to be trying really hard. He's going to get used to that NFL level, like you said. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I, I like that we're, we're both in agreement where be on the safe side. Don't get him hurt. Absolutely. I mean, that's that if I, you know, if I'm putting myself in his shoes, the thing that's going to rattle me the most entering the NFL level is getting, you know, destroyed on one play and tearing my ACL I'm going to come in the next year and be probably way more scared to yeah you know he's a mobile guy he likes to run around so I'd be way more scared to do stuff like that after getting hurt so absolutely you touched on him a little bit when talking about Justin Fields let's talk about the Jaguars ah Jaguars losing on Sunday I think it was like a 12 o'clock game they lost to the Texans 37 21 fun fact the Houston Texans are the number one team in the AFC South oh my god the number one team in the AFC South Kenny is gonna go the Titans for that the Jaguars yeah no sorry yeah the Titans the Jaguars and the Colts and the Colts all losing week one but the Houston Texans survive and claim the number one spot in the AFC South Justin Fields not Justin Fields Trevor Lawrence 28 for 51, 332 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. What's your thoughts on this game? Do you think it's just rookie shakes, or do you think it's just, you know, what 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 are your thoughts on this? I mean, full disclosure, I I didn't watch this game, but just looking at the stat line, obviously that's pretty bad. Yeah, he only had a 14.2. Do you think Jacksonville fans should be worried? I guess is my big question. Do you think they should be worried? So, I mean, I think. I do think rookie shakes, even for a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who had such a prosperous college career, is still a very mm-hmm. real thing. I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's like anything in it's like anything you're doing transitioning from college to a professional setting. It's not an easy thing to do right away, and mm-hmm. especially with you know I, I, everyone stashed Trevor Lawrence is like he's gonna be the guy. It's just like with Joe Burrow, you know, they're expecting him to just be a franchise player. Yeah. You know, it doesn't I don't I don't know if it necessarily has to happen day one, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know. I mean uh I was gonna make a comparison, but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that similar. I was gonna say like look at Patrick Mahomes who sat sat his whole rookie season mm-hmm. and didn't really like it took him a while, but he wasn't the number one overall pick either. Yeah. I, but I don't think they should be worried. I mean isn't this is this Jacksonville team, I mean Who's their best receiver? Like DJ Chark? DJ Chark. That's not very good, right? Yeah. It's I'm, not horrible. They have yeah. DJ Chark. They have Marvin Jones. They have LaVisca Chenault. Ooh, he'll be good, too. He's, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good player. Yeah, very solid player. I'm going to be honest. I'm more 60-40 towards, towards worrying about this. Okay. Why because, is that? yes, Justin Fields is playing his first ever NFL game, and the NFL is no walk in the park. You mean Trevor Lawrence? 
I keep saying, <laughs> I don't know why so, I keep well, saying we were just talking about him. He played for both teams. Anyway, Trevor Lawrence. On the one hand, yes, he's playing in the NFL. That's no easy task. But on the other hand, it's going to get a lot more difficult than Houston. Houston was a team coming in That's that could have easily competed or can compete for a number one overall pick. Yeah. And having your struggles against a Houston Texans team that is pretty much looking to give away all their big players, you know, like the Sean Watson once out, you know, JJ Watt went out Jadavian Clowney this was a couple years ago, but he's out mm-hmm. selling away their big players, DeAndre Hopkins. getting younger, Deandre Hopkins. Yeah. And so struggling against a team like Houston, who, you know, like I said, is competing for a number one overall pick is not the greatest way to start. Yes. Justin, Fe- I said it again, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, had his Are you a Bears fan now? Maybe. What's going on? <clears throat> bandwagon, bandwagon Bears fan. Yeah. Remember 85? Yeah. Remember 85? Very well. Yeah. My, one of my favorite years. Yeah. Anyway. My, my dad's listening. Dad, you remember the 85 Bears? Yeah. Anyway, but Trevor Lawrence, I think it's fair for him to struggle week one being the guy on a team that isn't very good, but it's also a big question mark when you start looking at like, okay... You struggled against and lost against the Texans team. What's going to happen week three when you play Arizona? What's going to happen? Who I think have a very underrated defense, by the way. Yeah. What's going to happen when you play the Titans? What's going to happen when you play the Bills on November 7th? Oh, boy. What's going to (laughs) happen then? But as of right now, we'll see what happens. It's week one. Mm -hmm. It's about overreactions. But I think about week eight or nine. If he's still struggling like this, if Trevor Lawrence still isn't able to click, um, I think you got a big question mark on your hands. Yeah, it's not the start you would have wanted to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. he had three touchdown passes. He did. But I think, especially in that first half, he just looked. They also do have a new coach. That is another thing. Yeah. In, in Urban Meyer. I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be successful. No, nah, me neither. I don't think he would have been the best hire. No, I agree. I think he'd be good at USC. I could now also. Helton's out. I could also see Trevor Lawrence. I'm making a little comparison to basketball here. I could almost see Trevor Lawrence's situation turning into like a Zion in New Orleans, mm-hmm. where it's just like maybe he gets really good, but it's they not going to seem to build a team around him, and it's not going to be in Jacksonville. Yeah, he'll, he'll have to make a move somewhere else. But I kind of hope he is good in Jacksonville. It'd be but cool like to we see said. That. It's game yeah, one. Yeah, we are over. One. We are very much overanalyzing. No Let's doubt. Let's see what happens no down doubt. the road. Um, but as of right now, yeah. Um, was there another? I guess we could just talk about like a, a few more games. Uh, let's talk about Cowboys Bucks. Oh yeah, let's talk about Cowboys it. Bucks. Uh, this was a good game. If you listened to the show last week, when we definitely had Jack Knowlton on because he's always on and doesn't miss time. Oh, I forgot to say at the beginning. Thank you again to Jack Sobel for filling yes. in for me while I was. Please gone. listen to the overthrow on Mondays at five p.m. here on KCOU. There, it's four. It's four. Yeah, I messed that up last week. Yeah, I was listening to it. It was funny. It's okay, uh, they do a great job over there, but. I said that the Cowboys would get steamrolled by Tom Brady and the Pats. And the Pats, wow, look at that. Messing up again. Uh, that's not a mess up. He played for them. Tom for so Brady long. and the Bucks bringing back all 22 starters. You know, it, it, it'd be a shoo in, a shoo in for them. Yeah. And then Dak Prescott played like an MVP candidate. As Dak, he hopefully will. 42 all for 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. 
Um, he also had four rushes for 13 yards. Uh, did not have a touchdown run. But he played phenomenal. He played phenomenal, and with the receiving core he has, I think it makes sense for him to play phenomenal with Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup. I mean, that's just a, a, a big three. Ezekiel Elliott, I still think, is just kind of past his no, prime. No, he's not good. But I think for the most part, you look at Dak Prescott and you look at those three receivers, even last year before his injury, people were like, he's going to have a shoe-in with this three on offense. And he did. Yeah. He played really, really well. And at the end of the day, you know, Tom Brady, he's going to get his way because it's Tom Brady and he's going to win the game. It was one of those things somehow, where some way. They, they took the lead right at the end. And I look at the time and there was a minute 29 and I go, the Buccaneers are winning this game. It's, Pretty just, much. it's just what happens when Pretty you play much. Tom Brady. I remember the same thing watching the, uh, we can bring this up later, but the, the, the Browns Chiefs game, you know? Oh, yeah. Chiefs go up a uh, trail by, I think it was nine. Chiefs trail by nine, and I see Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. I'm like, yeah, it's just like, nah. (laughs) All right, well, it was a good try, Cleveland. Yeah, you left too much time on the clock. Yeah. You know, weirdly, as happy as I am from a fantasy perspective that Dak played so well, for for some reason for me, and maybe I wasn't looking at the right things, in terms of, like, like, obviously the numbers don't lie. Yeah. But for me with the eye test, it didn't, like, seem like he was doing, like, awe-inspiring things. He was just, like, kind of throwing the ball a lot. Yeah. And he, like you said, has a very good receiving core who went up and got it. Yeah. Um, but I also think looking at this Buccaneers defense that was supposed to be highly touted as one of the best, they let up a lot of they throws. Did. They let up a lot of throws. And I think Dak Prescott, with that defense, plus the fact he's coming back from an injury that sidelined him for a year, going against the Super Bowl defending champs, yeah. I think – Gives a little bit more respect to the stat line than than what was seen on the field. I agree. Um, oh, by the way, that was a Mickey Mouse interception. Uh, C.D. Lamb alligator on the football mm. instead of real trying to reel it in and it caused it to be picked off. But technique, 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 young receivers. Technique. Catch um, with your hands, not your chest. From quarterbacks that we are praising to quarterbacks that at least I know a lot of people personally are very disgruntled. Dis- disgruntled. 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 Why? Said it again. <laughs> Dis- Dis- I'm not even going to try. <laughs> quarterbacks that people are very angry at. You may be one of them, Peter. I'm a quarterback? Um, no, a person that's angry at said quarterback. Let's talk about the Packers Saints game, shall we? <laughs> um, I think this is bad for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, This looks really bad for Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, I'm going to speak as Aaron Rodgers right now, Peter. Ready? Yeah. We're going to tell you right now. We don't care. Okay. We don't care. That's fine. Aaron Rodgers does not care about playing for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. He's going to lose them games on purpose. He lost this game on purpose. You think he threw? Yes. I don't do. think he won. I think he's too competitive of a guy to to, to, to mess up games like uh, this. Maybe, but he played. I mean, if he If he didn't want to play, he would have had out this offseason. He would have said, I wouldn't play. He wouldn't even start if he didn't want to play. You don't think so? No. You don't think he'd maybe try and get back at his team in the worst way possible by tanking their results on the field. I think the best thing he could do is play one of his best football seasons of all time. And then when they ask him back next year, Hey, do you want to play again? And him being like, no, (laughs) no, no. Well, he certainly, if he's trying to do that, he certainly did not get off to a good start. No. Uh, 15 for 28, 133 yards, two picks. The Packers got destroyed by a new Orleans saints team who a lot of people are expecting to be pretty bad. They obviously, Drew Brees retired, so they're down to Jameis Winston. Um, 
They have Slant Boy is out hey, for the first five, five weeks of the putty, season. Hey, that's five Jameis Winston. Yeah, he'll Thank throw you very 15, much. 14 for 20, 148 too. yards, and five tutties. Yeah, I'm amazed he didn't throw five picks, too. He'll do that by the end of the... He also always has a good game one. I think this is bad for Rodgers just because, one, you lose to a Saints team, like you said, is really questionable. And two, after everything you said in the offseason, I think that 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 uh, that uh, press conference he did where he's like, well, you know, people want to play in Green Bay because I'm there. Or, you know, the organization hasn't put stuff around me to be successful. Whoa, and you come whoa. out. People don't want to play in Green Bay because it's a great town with great, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just. I think it'd be cool to live in Green Bay. I'm gonna be honest. It might not be a lot there, but to like walk in my backyard and see this giant NFL stadium sitting there, I don't know. And I'd be a part-time uh, owner of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> you would. You would. Yeah. Without that football team. Besides that, that though, that's be. pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if Muhammad had a giant NFL stadium Perci- behind my backyard. Literally. Literally. It would be. It's, it's, listen, upgrades, people. Upgrades. 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 Get anyway, Muhammad an NFL team. Sorry. As was I was saying, not only does this look bad for Rodgers because he looked bad, but because of all the things he said in the offseason and like, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm the one that people want to play for when they come to Green Bay. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to put up two picks and 133 yards and barely a 50% completion percentage, I don't know if that bodes well for you. And sure, it's one game. And sure, it's it's... Maybe another overreaction that we have, but I mean, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers could pick it up. He plays the Lions next week at home. Uh, if he doesn't pick it up, then I don't know if he ever can. But yeah, I think in terms of everything that happened this offseason, this loss just looks really, really bad. And yeah. somehow, after me having him in fantasy and him scoring a whopping 1.32 points, I still won. You did still win. I still Big won. Big congratulations. Also, uh, my mom says she agrees with you. She oh. says, I agree with Peter on the Aaron thing, and I don't even like him. Aaron, not Peter, she clarified. <laughs> and I don't even like him. I don't even I agree like with him. that guy. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, Mrs. Knowlton. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Me and my, I know me and my, my father, he needs to come to defend me now. Yeah. Um, both think he's kind of he's throwing the season. But I do know all the Packers fans I know are pretty much fed up with him at this point. I think they're, it would be they're too. They're tired of him. Um, should we wrap it up there for the NFL? We sure can. We had, there was too many games. We can't go over There all was of them. a lot of games. Um, I'll just say the scores of the ones we missed. Uh, the Eagles crushed the Falcons 32-6. to Steelers, kind of in an upset, beat the Bills. Uh, Bengals, Bills did not look good. Yeah, Bills did not look good. Bengals took down the Vikings in overtime. The 49ers won against the Lions. Cardinals beat the Titans. Seattle got their first win of the year against the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did not look great in that game, which I was a little frustrated about. Uh, the Chargers beat the Washington football team. The Panthers beat the Jets. Uh, Chiefs beat the Browns, like we said. Dolphins beat the Patriots. Broncos got the win in, against the Giants. Albert Okwebenam of Mizzou fame got a touchdown in that game. Unfortunately, it wasn't from Drew Locke, which makes me sad. Um, and, yeah, those were the other games. That'll do it for a NFL segment. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we'll do, I don't know, something. College football, maybe hybridized with a bit of NBA. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're doing what we want here on the penalty box. And keep it here. We'll be right back on KCOU 88.1 FM. Hey, Mizzou fans. Did you know that Mizzou has the best fans in America? Well, it's true. We treat other teams as players and fans with respect. We carry ourselves with class and dignity. We cheer loudly for Mizzou, and we take pride in our choices. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Wellness Resource Center, Craft Beer Cellar, and KCOU 88.1 FM. 
Make sure to start your week off right by listening to General Emission on KCOU 88.1 FM from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Monday morning. I think he's wrong, though. You're, it's a you're heartless agreeing move. and disagreeing There's, on the same topic. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing that it wasn't a smart move. I'm just not disagreeing with Anthony Davis's dad either. Once again, that's General Admission from 8 to 9 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM for the latest updates from the MLB, NFL, NBA, and the NCAA. I want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just don't know how. Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Train as we welcome you back here to KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning in. That was dope. Just got done talking a little bit of NFL. Didn't talk about the future games, but we can talk about that later. Anyway, (laughs) we move on to college football where we saw a lot of big games slated that weekend. Uh, Pretty much a lot of craziness happened last week in college football. A lot of huge upsets. Probably the biggest one that people have talked about over the college football world is the Oregon Ducks yeah. after having a mediocre win over the Fresno State Bulldogs. Get it done at the shoe in Ohio State. They take down number three, 35-28. Uh, Anthony Brown for the Ducks finished 17 for 35, 236 yards and two touchdowns. C.J. Stroud, on the other hand, finished three, 35 for 54, 484 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Don't let those stats fool you. He's not good. Yeah. He's not good. He's had a lot. He had a lot of questionable throws. Yes, he during did. That. What, was, what was your big takeaway from that game? This um, is a huge win I think, for Oregon. I think it finally exposed the fact that this season, I think Ohio State are overrated. I've said this before. I don't think they are as clear-cut favorites to win the Big Ten as a lot of people do. I think... There are very good candidates. Unfortunately, my team is dropping off as one of them Mm -hmm. um, that can catch them this year, and they prove that they're vulnerable against this Oregon team who, like you said, didn't look great and were without many of their – I know at least – Kevon Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau was out for this game for Oregon without much of their good defenders and got it done on the road. I think this Ohio State team is vulnerable. So you think it's Ohio State being that bad as opposed to Oregon being that good? I think I think I do put a lot of it on Oregon, but I think it exposes the fact that a good enough team, like a team at Oregon's level, mm-hmm. like a Penn State or an Iowa, yeah. can beat Ohio State. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. 
excluding the last few years with Justin Fields and having Chase Young and those crazy Ohio State squads, Ohio State is really known for having a really good season, but they had that one game. Yeah. You know, that you think of that game against Iowa they had a couple years ago where they gave up 50 to the Hawkeyes. You think of the Penn State, not Penn State. You think of the, yeah, Penn yeah, State Penn game State. where they lost uh, at Happy Valley. You mm-hmm. think of the Purdue game, which is the one I was oh, thinking yes. of, where they had that loss which under was the lights. Year, which was year after that. You were a big, um, who was the wide receiver on Purdue? Oh, Elijah Moore. Yeah, we love Elijah love Moore. That we love that guy. On love the show. that guy. But yeah, I think it's Ohio State's kind of thing where they have this great season, but then they have that one game. I'm gonna is... be honest. I didn't expect this to be that one game. Really? I know. I know Oregon's a really a really solid team, but I but like you said with those defenders out, I thought Ohio State was gonna battle, but I thought they would. Put up a better fight than this. I thought their defense would have played a lot better than this, giving up 35 points. With the Capital points. One Venture ah, card, no. card, which we are not <laughs> sponsored by. But that's, a, that's an unmuted ad. And that was. that was That's on the computer. <laughs> Sorry. It threw off your whole flow. I, I apologize. It's all right. But yeah, I think Ohio State has a lot of question marks coming into this game. And I think Oregon is going to give a little boost to the Pac-12. When yeah. they move up, another Pac-12 team moves up, and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. A lot of, so especially like ESPN, have been trashing on the Pac-12 over the last couple months leading up to the season. But I think the Pac-12 really sees this as a huge win because, like, even in, in basketball, you know, the Pac-12 was seen as, like, one of these under teams. And, and, now, <laughs> and now they're rising to the top, maybe above the Big Ten. But... Whoa. Well, eh, we'll yeah, see eh, what we'll happens. See. <laughs> I don't really. That's a whole different conversation. I am not really that certain that Penn State and Iowa will be able to compete with this Ohio State squad just from the quality of players like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and all those guys. But I think this really does expose Ohio State as to, okay, those last few years were good, but those aren't those Ohio State teams anymore. This is an Ohio State team that looks completely different, has their flaws and is going to be questionable the rest of the season. I do like your take about their their one game, like their one like they uh, always have that one loss. Iffy game. Yeah. Um I do feel bad for Tulsa who they face at home next mm. week cuz that's going to be a uh, one of those what is it a not like a revenge game is that what they call it where it's like you lose unexpectedly and then you come out and just dominate dominate another game. Yeah. So maybe to maybe the Golden Hurricanes can come through, who knows. But I'll be honest, I was not even as surprised as at this upset. I just have I have been really low on Ohio State. I don't think I didn't think Ohio State was I think a lot of people expected Ohio State to blow out Oregon. I didn't expect Ohio State I to blow out Oregon, think. but I didn't expect them to lose. Yeah. I th- that was the thing. I think I did pick them to lose. I did. D- you? I just think I'm I'm low on them. I don't like CJ Stroud. Kudos to you, good sir. Like, yes, Garrett Wilson and Olave are good. Olave has also been there for six years, I swear. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I just I think this is this is an off year for them. They they didn't have an outstanding running back in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Williams had 77 yards on 14 carries, which is pretty good, I guess, to to his credit. But I don't know. I think this Ohio State team is more catchable than than people think. But yeah, yeah. Um, was there what was the other what what was another was there another big upset? There was uh, Texas A&M almost lost should have lost to Colorado in a. Boring game. Yeah, Mercer um, went easy on Bama. They got the win, forty-eight to fourteen. Oh, to Toledo in. Notre Dame had to break my heart. Yeah, I didn't watch the Toledo. This was my theme of the weekend, Peter. Every single team I was rooting for this weekend, when I, I, I would follow the game, and then as soon as I turned it on, mm-hmm. 
would go bad. Yeah. I was watching, I was looking at Toledo, and all of a sudden it was one minute in the fourth quarter. Toledo's going to upset Notre Dame. Um, I go, oh, I get to watch Jack Cohn lose. Yeah. Cool. Turn it on. Toledo has a penalty every five or every single play for the last five plays in a row. Yeah. Um, but Notre Dame, I think, are also vulnerable. Notre but, Dame's always vulnerable. Yeah, it really. Yeah, they're always. The, the look in the 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 schedule they play, they're always vulnerable. They play these mid tier Power Five schools or these really solid Group of Five schools, and then they're like, "All right, we want Clemson," and then yeah. they lose by fifty, yeah. and we're like, "Wow, why who knew you, that this team was fraudulent why every did, year?" <laughs> why did you want Clemson? Uh, the other two big upsets, and then we need. To, I need to let you go off about one particular game this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanford upset USC. Um, yeah, that I, that that. That really was the game that that got Clay Helton on on the hot seat. Not got, only on the hot seat, fired. but he got fired. He got fired. Shout out my guy Tanner McKee for Stanford. This guy, I believe, if I'm thinking of the right guy, was a recruit like four or five years ago. Yeah. But he went on a mission in like Brazil, and oh. that's why like and now he's like just come back and now he's playing football for Stanford. I think this is the right guy. Nice. If I remember correctly. Um, but there was that upset, and then Arkansas took down Texas. Not only did they take down Texas, they destroyed yeah, they, they Texas. Blew, they blew out Texas. Oh, my goodness. Fraudulent team. Arkansas' <laughs> social media team deserves a raise or something because the stuff they put out after they won was so funny. What did they What did they put out? It, it put out all the stuff that was like, Texas is back, folks, and Sam Ellinger said, we're back. And then that's that mean that was like, oh. it was made up. It was fraudulent. We <laughs> <laughs> completely made it up. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, credit to Stanford and Arkansas for getting the wins there. Um, welcome to the SEC, Texas. Yeah, welcome to the SEC, Texas. Ha, ha, ha. Um, I'll let you – I'm going to let you go. Uh, I will just right, – I, I will just – no. <laughs> I will just credit – thank goodness Wisconsin didn't somehow lose to Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. I thought this year was going to be Jalen Berger's year at running back, but Ches Malusi has emerged. He had 144 yards and a touchdown this game. Hey. That's all I'm going to say. Peter – the biggest game of the weekend. It's your team. It's your time. Take it away. You watched it. I know you watched it. How do you know I watched Break it? Break it down. Fine. So if you don't know, uh, I am. I live in Iowa. Not from Iowa, but I live in Iowa. My dad went to Iowa. So every year we watch the, the Iowa-Iowa State Cyhawk Trophy game. That's such a sick name for a trophy. Yeah. Uh, it happens. Every, it happened every year besides last year because of COVID. But... This was probably the biggest Cyhawk game coming into it. A top 10 matchup between an Iowa State team who thought we're going to run away, not run away, but compete for a Big 12 title and then struggled the week before. And an Iowa team that, you know, was coming off of a, a, a solid year and blowing out a number 18 team in the country. So a top 10 matchup set up in Ames. Iowa, I think they they got lucky. Really? Um, I think the offense, here's the thing about Iowa. If you watch Iowa football, um, the offense basically does just the bare minimum Hmm. to score. And then it's all up to the, the, the Phil Parker's defense to really just win them the game. You know, it comes down to the fact that Iowa had, I think four turnovers that game. They had two interceptions, a scoop and score touchdown and another fumble recovery. Um, Iowa didn't have any. Spencer Petras, I mean, there's just a lot of question marks about him. He was 11 for a 21, 106 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty meh. That's pretty bleh. Not as bad as a quarterback across the 
the way. Yeah, though. Brock Purdy, 13 for 27, 138 yards and three interceptions for him. I mean, I don't want to say that I knew he was washed, <laughs> but by the time I saw him play that Camping World Bowl against Notre Dame and just absolutely just just did not play well yeah. at all. I'm going to say, I'll, I'll speak for you. I'm giving you your credit. I remember like week two of last season, you were like, this guy is not good at football. He's not good. And people were like, he's going to be like a second-round quarterback. I'm like, sorry to that second-round team <laughs> because he is not a guy I don't think can, can translate to, to uh, the NFL very well, especially a week before having struggled with Northern Iowa's defense. But I think I came into this game thinking if Iowa's defense can just shut down Brees Hall, it's over. And they shut down Brees Hall. And I think from that point on, I, I was pretty confident Iowa was going to win this game. Uh, Brees Hall, 16 for 69 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the defense did their job, I think is the big thing. Iowa's offense did what they needed to do. They didn't look pretty at all doing it, but they did what they needed to do. Big and 10 football. Big 10 football, exactly. Running the football almost every other down and only throwing it when they need to. But, um, yeah, I think Iowa came out here with a, a pretty good win, even though I don't think Iowa State, after watching them last week, I'm like, okay, this is the same Iowa State team every year that, you know, always struggles with Northern Iowa week one and then just barrels into the Big 12. So we'll see how the rest of the season goes for them, but just remember, Iowa State is the little brother team. Let's go. That was beautiful. Thank you. Well done. I, I was very happy to see Iowa Iowa win. Um they're definitely like Iowa has never been a school I've had beef with in yeah. like the Big Ten. Like I know them in Wisconsin have had some good football games, but I'm gonna cheer for Big Ten in, in games like these. So mm -hmm. I was happy Iowa won yeah. when I looked at that score line. Um and yeah, I think you I think you I think you summarize it perfect. I don't know if there's anything else. Um yeah, do we have any other any other college football? Do we want to talk about Hey, Auburn beat Alabama. Yeah. Oh, Alabama State. I, I mean you can call it Alabama State. But <laughs> if you want to. Alabama. Anyway. To. Auburn's fraudulent. Uh, games coming up next week. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Mizzou. We did not talk about Mizzou. Do probably because I wanted to. I guess we should. Yeah. For the Mizzou fans here. Yeah. Uh, Mizzou did not. Our run defense is terrible. All right. <laughs> that's that's the way to, to introduce Sorry, it. Sorry. I can't say our on. Well, wait. I I can say it on here. I just can't say it on Missouri. On, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, Missouri's run defense is terrible. Missouri took the loss uh, last Saturday night in Lexington. They lose to the Wildcats of Kentucky, thirty-eight to twenty-five. Like you said, Kentucky really ran the floor with Missouri's defense. Uh, Chris Rodriguez had twenty-seven carries for two hundred and six yards and three touchdowns. Uh, the man was unstoppable, yeah. unless he's on the goal line. Then he fumbles twice. But that's not the <laughs> point. Uh, he, was an, he was unstoppable. Will Levis, 10 for 18, 179 yards, a touchdown, and a pick for him. Will Levis, we need to acknowledge this. Why, does he, eat the why does he eat his bananas with the peel <laughs> on him? Why? Why does he do it? I don't know. If, uh, in case you don't who, know, yeah, go, uh, here's some ahead. really important information we're going to give you. Will Levis, Kentucky's starting quarterback, has been filmed and says – he just he ate a banana like with the peel on. It's yeah. the most disgusting he eats thing I've ever with seen. With the peel on, he doesn't peel the banana. I hate it. I hate it so much. He probably why does it keep doing this? Ah, quiet, Nick Saban. I don't want to <laughs> hear you right now. 
Um, I will say I thought Connor Bazelak looked pretty good in this game. Um, he did. He did take kind of a knock toward the end. Yeah, he he did look wobbly near the end. I think that's one of the reasons why that drive just ended in nothing. Yeah. One because Connor Bazelak threw the ball 51 times that game, and two. Mizzou almost had barely to no rushing game. Tyler Beatty, 14 for 61 yards, Which he's no been, touchdowns. He's been good. They he's should, been arguably our best player yeah. on offense. I, I just want Mookie Cooper also needs to, like, I, I want, I, it's definitely clear that he's not fully healthy yet. Yeah. He, I want him to be fully healthy so he's that also he can, a he's really good. freshman. Yeah. He's still really young. Yeah. And although he has had flashes of, like, wow, he's fast. Uh, I think he has a long way to go in terms of living up to that expectation Mizzou fans want him. Because I think a lot of Mizzou fans were like, all right, he's a four, I think it was like a four-star, five-star yeah. transferring from Ohio State that transferred here. And they're like, all right, go crazy. But I don't think that's how that works, really. Yeah. I think he really needs to develop under that. Especially in the drink SEC. With offense the SEC and in the too. SEC. Um, I don't know. I think Mizzou, when I, when I first looked at this game on the schedule, I think, okay. All right, we're going to get destroyed. Yeah, Kentucky's a really solid team. Although I did say that they were kind of questionable uh, when I did the pregame show for the uh, Central Michigan game. I also didn't have a lot of faith in that Mizzou defensive defensive back squad. But nonetheless, um, it was a game where I feel like if four, ga- or four plays go Mizzou's way, Mizzou comes into CMO 2-0. I honestly believe that. One, because, you know, on the fifth touchdown run that uh, Kentucky had, they fumbled at the one-yard line. Yeah, they did. If Mizzou picks that up, they go down the field, they kick a field goal. Harrison Mevis knows how to kick game winners. He did oh, one against Arkansas last week. You're darn tootin'. You mean, I mean last year. Last year, not last week. That would have been fun if it was last week. Yeah. But anyway, I think three or four plays go Mizzou's way, and this is a win for Mizzou. I don't yeah. see this as a bad loss at all. I think it's just a tough, mm-hmm. tough loss to take because it's a Kentucky team that you think you could compete with. And yes, the run defense was about as stoppable as a plush toy against a semi-truck. But at the end of the day, I think Mizzou just needed to get those plays on their side. You know, they needed that those three or four plays to go, to their, go their, way. their way, and they come out of this game with a win. So I'm not too upset with the way they played. I think it's just a tough loss for Mizzou to take. I'm going to agree. It's just on the one hand, I see it like that. But on the other hand, I think this is a team that I think could beat Texas A&M at home if given the chance. And then I watched this and I was like, Isaiah Spiller is going to run all over 300 yards, team. yeah. So I get a little nervous for that. But I agree. I think it's one of those that, that could have gone either way. So... Fair play to Mizzou. Um, we'll see how they do against SEMO. Actually, no, we won't. They're going to crush SEMO. I don't. Yeah. If they lose to SEMO, I'll eat a banana with the peel on. There you go. There you go. He said it. I said he it. He said it. I said it. Um, yeah, that'll do it for a little college football segment. When we come back, we are going to uh, have everyone's favorite segment, which is, of course, the penalty box. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned on KCOU 88.1 FM. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit, no time to waste. Oh, man, mm, man. (laughs) 
What does your smile say about you? Are you happy? Confident? Friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. How was your day? Fine. Did you learn anything new? No. Anything I should know? No. Is everything okay? Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard to connect with teens. Use Connect With Me activity cards to deepen your conversations. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Baby, like where the others go. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Before we dive into the Penalty Box, I'm going to talk just a quick segment. We had some NBA news, which I was very, you know, fiending for because I love the NBA and nothing has been happening except for Ben Simmons rumors. It's boring. So we're going to welcome in our special guest for the week. I host a show with him. It's called The Unwritten Rule. Friday's at 3. Listen in. It's our good friend, Ken Doggy Dog, a.k.a. Kenny Van Doren. What's up, Kenny? What up? Oh, my gosh. The red. What up? <laughs> my ears. Straight from the H. <laughs> Straight from the it's H. It's me, Paul Wall, baby. World Series Grills. I don't know what me, any Kenny of that Van Doren. I am the host, co-host of KCOU The Unwritten Rule every Friday at 3 p.m. with my buddy Jack Nolan. We lived together for two years. We did. And now we live together now, in the studio. Yes. Um. But yeah, with our pay- friend Peyton Haverman, who didn't test positive for COVID-19 today. Oh. Good for that's, him. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, Peyton. Um, but yeah, Kenny, I want to ask you. So John Wall today uh, was announced that he's like agreed with the Rockets that, you know, they're going to try and get him out of Houston via a trade. Um, you saw one trade. I've seen a lot of Ben Simmons trades for him. Um, you know, what do you want them to do? And do you want him to leave Houston? Are you like happy about it? I mean, what's the word? Um, I think the trade to begin with was pretty stupid. I think if you were, I guess they when they traded Russell Westbrook, like they knew that they weren't going to be as contenders as they like the last few years that they were. But yeah. why trade for John Wall? Why tr- why pick up his contract? I get you got a first round pick out of it, but now you know he's not going to want to be there, and you know you're starting young. You know that's why I don't think going after Ben Simmons is the best idea. Sure. Um, I think just getting rid of John Wall, getting as many draft picks and young players as you can. I'm not looking for some 26-year-old point guard. I'm not looking for Ben Simmons. I'm looking for possibly two first. I doubt they get that. I don't. Yeah, probably. I, not. Do, I don't know how much value there is in someone like John Wall, who hasn't really been himself in like three years, coming off of an injury in the last season. He barely played. He's on a big contract too. Yeah. So I'm glad this is finally a thing, though, because it was kind of like a thing for Rockets fans. We're like, oh, we're not going to see this guy next year. You know, yeah. get this contract out of here. Yeah. Bring us some more young talent. You know, build around Christian Wood, who was a phenom last year. He just practically came out of nowhere. They got lucky with him. Yeah. And you know the the guys they got in the draft this year. 
you know, above average talent. Like that's you can't really ask for more. And I, I would say like I'm not a big fan of the whole Ben Simmons idea. I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like with what you said about that. I mean, it would be cool if they could get an All Star without having to give up Christian Wood or a bunch of picks. But I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk about it a little bit more on the unwritten rule because we have we we have you on here for another reason, of course. What's that? It's I I don't remember. It's the penalty, it's box. The penalty box. Oh my gosh! You're I'm on the, the penalty box. You're on oh the penalty God. box. It's like cash cab. We got a, we got, you're a, on, we got a camera there. You're we got on a cash camera cab. there. <laughs> All right, Peter, do you have the questions ready? I have the questions ready. Do you remember ready. the format, Kentavious? Yes. We minutes. literally did this. The penalty box was uh, the only ever segment ever done on another show. Was this on is our true. Show. Yeah, we did it to Peter. We did it to Caught Peter. Him off guard. We did. Yeah. All right, Peter, are you ready to start the timer? I'll write down some of your answers. All right. Kenny, I... you, wait, you last got, I don't even remember. Oh, you, get la- you last got 20, uh, 26 on April 20th Ooh. of uh, last year. So, there you go. When I'm nervous, I say random words, so if the answers don't make sense, you don't have to count them. Okay, as long as you don't say any FCC violations, I have the dump button Get ready. the dump button ready, yeah. then. All right, <laughs> let's hear it. All right. Peter, go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I got to get to the question, sorry. Um, <laughs> What's something you're looking forward to and why? Um, the Astros winning the World Series, because is, I want to go to a parade. What is something you're worried about? Um, the Astros not winning the World Series. Uh, what is the best hiding spot in the game of hide-and-seek? Um... Under someone's bed. What is something you learned new or interesting that you learned? Um, I don't think I learned anything today, but in uh, J3000, I learned about Federalists. Nice. <laughs> what animal best represents you today and why? Um, I like to be a duck because I, li- I make a lot of noise and I'm a nuisance. What's the <laughs> weirdest thing in your fridge right now? Food-wise? Yes. Oh. Just anything. Um, bread. Uh, what's your favorite recent meal and why? Uh, Chick-fil-A, because my friend Peyton got it for me. If you're going to be frozen tomorrow for a one-way, 1,000-year interstellar voyage, what would you want to most communicate and with whom before you leave? Jose Siri. And tell him what? I love him. What's the most important thing to remember daily that you haven't been able to do? Um, wash my hands. If you had to describe how you're feeling right now as a weather pattern, what was your forecast? Hurricane. What's something you're looking forward to and why? Um, didn't you already ask this one? I did already you ask did this one. Hold on. If you could have one superpower today, what would it be and what would be the purpose for it? Uh, to freeze anyone. Uh, all right. Show us something. Uh, what got your attention today and why? What got my attention? Yeah. Uh, my alarm? Uh, is tomatoes <laughs> a fruit or a vegetable? It has seeds, so it's a fruit. What's your favorite 90s actor? Oh, um, uh, the young Brad Pitt when he was in, uh, wait, can I say a movie? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what's in, that movie in called? Goodwill Hunting? Snatch. Oh. I think that's, it might be 2000. Is Goodwill Hunting 2000? No, Goodwill Hunting's in 90s. Yeah. Time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How many did I get? <laughs> I want to say I don't like. I think that many. 1, 2, 3, 12? 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14. Wow. I'll 12 give you a, less than last time. I'll give you a bonus. <laughs> I'll give, it, give him 15 because uh, I interrupted. Okay. A hurricane is how you're feeling right now? Weather? You, you doing all right? There was yeah. a hurricane in Houston, man. I am feeling it. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Hope everyone's okay. We got through it. Oh, that was. Oh, you're talking about. That was like a No, there was a hurricane ago. like yesterday. There was? Nicholas. Oh. I didn't. I was not paying attention. Yeah. 
Uh, you haven't been able to wash your hands that much recently. To I, I always forget to. <laughs> That's not good. Well, maybe if they put signs around Mizzou saying "Wash my paws," <laughs> they literally and they'll do. say, "Did you wash your paws when I opened the door?" Maybe I would. They literally do. <laughs> They're everywhere. Uh, you wanted to say I love you to Jose Seri. Was that the guy that you you broke the news about him coming to the majors? Yeah, I was also in a Zoom call last night when he hit his first career home run, so I had to mute my mic and scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congrats to him then. Yeah. There you go. You've you've been on his wave. That's yeah. kind of like how I am with Jordan Wara. It's like the, like. You broke the news about Jordan Wara. No, I mm. not as not as cool as that. I was it's also pronounced Siri. Is it? Yep, Siri. Isn't that the thing on my phone? No, not you, Siri. Be quiet. Sorry. Yeah, your phone didn't go off. Uh, That's not funny. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, you have an Android, dude. The joke doesn't work. You learn about the federal. Thanks for tuning in to the <laughs> penalty box with Kenny Van Dorn and Peter Camp. Yep. We will see you guys tomorrow night. Uh, I can't mute. The button didn't work. It didn't let me mute his yeah, mic. Yeah, I learned about the Federals today. I actually wrote uh, my packback answers. And I responded to it. You did? That was you. Oh, it sent me an email, but it said I have to open the website to read it. Yeah. What'd you say? I said that I was more of a Federalist. In terms wow. Of, by the way, welcome. Well, wow. listen. Listen. <laughs> did listen. you ask people if they were a Federalist or a Republican? Yeah, well, I asked them what their political party I said it was. was a, I was more of a Federalist because I supported more of a uh, stronger federal government, but I was more of a Republican in terms of that I didn't agree with the Alien Sedition Acts. Oh, that's what I agree. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's some smart stuff. Yeah, there that you was, go. There's, I need to do my pack There's back. your history. For what it's worth, we're all in the same class. We all learned about the Federalist today. Yeah. I didn't know we had a test on Thursday. That was news to me today. Oh, good lord! I looked. At Did you guys sil- know? Yes. yes. What? I, <laughs> I didn't s- even know there were tests I in the saw class. I the syllabus on Sunday. I, I like, hope my oh, mom's not listening. You fool! <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, your alarm was alerting you today. My alarm went off multiple times because I kept snoozing it. So. You know how people get super like triggered by the alarm sound? No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're not I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I used to do it when I had an Android. Didn't yeah. understand that, but mm-hmm. now I do. Um, the, I think I found something a sound effect that's worse for me. It's the Slack notification sound. I've never heard it. Oh, it's like it's just like a little like pop sound. But I would hear it at 4 a.m. when I was at work. And oh it, my yeah, gosh! What just was that? like that. Whoa! Just like that. Did you just make that with your mouth? Oh, wow. stop! Literally, and it, so it would go off when I was working, and it would scare me because that meant I had to do something. <laughs> <laughs> go to work. Um, all right. Well, Kenny, good job. I'm sorry I interrupted you on one of your answers. It's fine. I got 11 less than last time. That's true. Yeah. It's okay, though. It's not like you ruined his entire flow or anything. You'll be back. I threw off your whole... (laughs) You messed up my groove. I I threw off your groove. Get into the groove. You know what's funny? Jay Marsh also said Chick-fil-A for his answer last week for that question. For, like, what he ate last. Yeah. So, there you go. And you would know because you were here. I listened. Dang. (laughs) I listened. I've been gone for your show, too. Play the sound effect. I can't. Roast it. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. All right. Well, Kenny, thank you very much for joining us this week. Um, Hopefully, you guys get a good deal for John Wall. Uh, Peter, Mm -hmm. final advice for the week. Wash your hands. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's a a pretty easy one. I lost some today. That's good. We'll do better next time, folks. Wash your hands and go answer Kenny's uh, packback question. Yes. Uh, And that'll do it for us here at the Pemily Box. We hope you guys enjoyed, and everyone have a fun and safe rest of your week. Take care. Just